Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Albertson, and it's time for the Week 8 recap of Missouri 8-Man Football. The scores from the night will start from 275 Conference and go through. Uh, Mountain City defeats DeKalb 50-12. Southwest Livingston defeats Northwest Nottoway 64-14 at halftime. <clears throat> South Holt Nottoway Holt defeats Rockport 54-26. Stewartsville beat Platte Valley 20-14. East Atchison on a non-conference game versus Stanbury wins 80 to 12. GRC play Albany defeats King City 44 to 40. North Andrew defeats Worth County the game that I was at 86 to 46. The game of the day uh, number one Pattonsburg goes down to number six North Shelby 92 to 82. Holy smokes! We'll get to that game in just a minute. Uh, LeBlanc beats Bramer in a non-conference matchup as well 58 to six. Um, Oric beat Osceola 72-18 in a non-conference matchup down south. Uh, Norburn Harden Central defeats Northwest Hughesville in a conference matchup 62-0. Uh, Chillahowie loses to Drexel in a non-conference matchup 54-14. And Appleton City beats Liberal in a Wemo conference matchup 46-20. Appleton City advances to 8-0 on the year. One of the two undefeated teams left in the field along with East Atchison. Uh, still no score. Casey East Christian out of Kansas at Rich Hill. Um, haven't seen a score there. Been trying to find it. Um, no one's posting that score. Um, so it's kind of up in the air. I've checked Mitch's website half a dozen times now. Um, still not seeing a score for it. So hopefully that'll be up soon. Um, but that's what happens tonight. We'll go through a couple of games. First, the game that I was at, North Andrew at Worth County. That game took what felt like forever. So many points. 132 combined points. Um, North Andrew looked really good. They had three guys back today that I didn't see two weeks ago against Stanberry due to injury. So you got to see Hunter Grimes back, Keaton, Keenan Shunk, and no, Keaton Hannah and Keenan Shunk back for North Andrew. And those three guys, uh, Shunk and Hannah, bring a lot more athleticism to their secondary. And it's really fun to see them out there. They kind of bring another dimension to their both their defense and the offense. And then Hunter Grimes up front. Um, another big guy they can insert the lineup and keep their big guys fresh. He's a really good football player as well. Takes the pressure off of Baker and Carson Thomas and all those other guys and uh, Hayden Ecker and Kobe Eld- um, Etheridge and all those other guys there for North Andrew. They are getting they are peaking at the right time now. Um, really like what North Andrew's doing. Um, they looked really good today versus Worth County. You could tell Worth County missed Andrew Alarcon, who's out for the year with a knee injury. Saw a big brace on his. Right knee, I believe it was. Sucks for him. He's a good football player. Feel bad for the kid. Uh, Worth County, just too young, not good enough defensively to be a team like North Andrew. Um, <clears throat> Worth County probably deserved a top five ranking with Alarcon. Without Alarcon, they're a top ten team still, but not good enough to beat the top teams in the state. And frankly, not a state contender anymore. So tough for Worth County. They're tough break. Um, but they're going to be back next year. They're going to be really good. A bunch of sophomores in that roster. And they're still a fun team to watch play. So they still have that going for them. They're just not at this point state contenders, especially with Pattonsburg in their district. Speaking of Pattonsburg, so North Shelby and Pattonsburg over in Shelbyville. Um, North Shelby went up 46-18 to at halftime, was controlling that game. And then just points galore. So North Shelby, they scored 46 in each half. So 92 points, 46-46, clean. Uh, Pattonsburg had 18 points at halftime and scored 70 points in the second half. Holy smokes. Um, 
North Shelby controlled most of this game, and then Pattonsburg just got hot late, got a couple of big touchdowns that were quick hitters, get the ball back and score again, made that game really close, had the ball under a minute to go to possibly win that game, just couldn't quite pull off the comeback. Um, so Pattonsburg does go down, final score 92-82, to 180 combined, oh, that's not right, 160 combined points. Am I doing math right? I don't think I am. I mean, there's there's just so many points. Yeah, 180 combined points. I'm right there. So many points between uh, North Shelby and Pattonsburg. 180. Um, I just can't wait for these box scores to come out. Um, between Dayton Mets and then Ethan Geiserdorf. I don't remember what his last name is for North Shelby. Um, they probably ran for... A crap ton of yards. And Geisendorf, Ethan Geisendorf, um, they both had over 600 yards rushing before this game started. I'm curious where those numbers are at now. Uh, so very impressive showing by those guys. Um, and then Will Height, he throws for about 400 yards a game, and he's usually done at halftime of the third quarter. This time he had to throw the whole game uh, to get up to 88 points. I'm curious what his touchdowns and passing yards numbers were after this game. Um, that'll be fun to put in. Once I get the box score for that one, I will definitely post it because it will be bananas, the numbers in that game. Um, so can't wait to see the box score there. Just holy smokes. And the best part is we might be able to see a rematch of this game in about a month. I mean, because that game would be, trying to remember here, when the, the state semifinals be the 22nd. So yeah, about a month from now. So about a month from now, um, we could see this game again, Pattonsburg North Shelby. I do not remember off the top of my head the who hosts for each one, and it kind of depends if North Shelby is the two seed. If they're the two seed in their district and they can get past Southwest Livingston, North Shelby would once again host that semifinal versus Pattonsburg. Pattonsburg is the two, one seed in their district. North Shelby the two seed. The way that kind of works there with home games and stuff. North Shelby would host again against Pattonsburg. So. Uh, North Shelby, they kind of joked about this on Twitter, they might have to buy a new scoreboard for that game if one of the teams is going to get to 100 points. Um, they were close to breaking the all-time state record for a single team with points. That was set by South Holton-Nottaway Holton 2016 against Northwest Nottaway when they scored 106 points. 92-88 uh, to is still the highest scoring Missouri high school game ever. The old record was 168 points. They scored 180 combined. Just holy smokes, a lot of points. Um, that's all I can really, that's a basketball score. Like, neither one of those basketball teams are going to score, um, that many points this year. Heck, when I coach at Nami Holt, we might not score 88 points in three games. I mean, four games. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of points to score. It just is. So, and they could play again in about a month, which is just crazy to think about. Yeah, so they could have four games between now and then, um, Four weeks played, and then they could show up again and possibly play again. So that could be a lot of fun. Uh, don't count out Southwest Livingston either. They show they could put some points up if they play Pattonsburg. Um, but right now the biggest lock right now is to see Pattonsburg um, in the state semifinals. That district around them has kind of fallen apart. Uh, Worth County, Albany, King City, Stanbury. Beginning of the year, you're like, oh, this could be a really, really tough, deep district. And then Stanbury, King City, 
have both kind of fallen off. Albany barely beat King City tonight. It's a good win for Albany, but not probably the dominating win they probably wanted there. And Worth County is just super banged up right now. Uh, Pattonsburg does play at Albany next week. We'll kind of see how Albany matches up with them. But um, I don't see any way if Pattonsburg is semi-healthy, they don't get out of this district um, and play either North Shelby, Oric, who is still in contention there, or Southwest Livingston, Oric. Um, if you remember, they still have to play North Shelby next week for the conference title in the um, CRC. They played last year, of course, week nine for the conference title. North Shelby won that, forcing a tri-champ situation with Norburn Harden Central. Uh, this year, that, this game is in Shelbyville. So North Shelby, senior night versus Oric to win conference next week. We'll talk about that game more um, next week on Thursday, um, the preview for week nine. But there's still three teams in that district who have a chance to win at Oric, Livingston, and North Shelby. Um, I'd put money down on North Shelby right now if I was a betting man. Um, if they had odds for eight, man, they don't. Um, Livingston would be my number two, though, even though they will be the one seed in that district most likely due to points. Um, but, yeah, that's a 92-88. Uh, North Shelby, they were a top um, five scoring defense. I'm just kind of curious what this score does to their points per game. Um, it was at 19.1. And if I can use my computer right, it jumps to 27.8. So their points per game went up about nine points um, after this one. Uh, Pattonsburg, they were allowing 40 points per game. I want to see what happens when you add a 92 burger to their thing. It goes up to 46.8. So they go up about six, seven points as well. So, wow, so many points scored in that game. Also, Pattonsburg um, on offense now is averaging... 77 points per game. Wow. So, yeah, Pattonsburg's still going to be a tough out. Um, this, All this tells me right now, first of all, North Shelby, hats off to your program. Uh, when you guys came to 8-man, you had really struggled at the 11-man level. Um, you had struggled to win games even that first couple of years in 8-man. But Coach Bass over there and the rest of that staff has really built that program up. They lost to Waco, Iowa to start the year. I don't know how good Waco is up there in Iowa right now. I don't really know how the Iowa 8-man teams are doing. But since that 10-point loss at home in Week 1, they have went on a tear, beat up on Northwest Hughesville, beat up on Norman Harden Central, who has been a thorn in their side in the past, um, destroyed Bramer, which is, should be expected, upset North Andrew, and North Andrew was number 4 in the States. Um at home, um, outscoring them was it, 30 to nothing in the second half or something like that. A huge win there. They beat Chillahowie on the road. Uh, beat Stanbury last week, which is another big win. You know, Stanbury's not as good as they have been in the past. Still beating Stanbury. Something for North Shelby. And they beat Pattonsburg. So, their three biggest games that they probably circled before the season started, North Andrew, Stanbury, Pattonsburg, they won all three of them. And then I'm sure Oric and Norbert Harden will the next two because they're conference games. But they're non-conference matchups that they really probably circled to decide, hey, are we going to be state contenders or not? They won all three of those games. And I think they're probably going to beat Oric next week. So their, big, their four biggest games against four teams that going into the year they thought would be ranked, they might go 4-0 in those games and finish with an 8-1 record. Uh, that'd be huge for North Shelby. So we'll see. Just hats off to that program for Pattonsburg. Um, I'm not sure. If Carter Crone played, I heard he's injured again. Um, but still, that's a lot of points to give up. They're gonna Pat's going to score with anybody, but you got you can't allow ninety two points. You just can't. 
Pattinsburg scored the second amount of, most amount of points this week. Uh, they scored 88 points, just passing North Andrews 86, and they lost by four because they allowed 92 points to North Shelby. Um, Pattinsburg's still in good shape, though. They're going to win the GRC. They already have a share of it. If they win next week at Albany, they will be the outright champs. I believe they will. Um, North Andrews still a game behind, but they have to play at Bramer. That'll be a win for North Andrew. So that's what I have for you guys right there. Um, other quick thoughts, Albany beating King City 44-40. Um, I thought King City would have a chance in this one, but it eventually went with Albany, number 10 team in the state, survives King City. Um, still kind of in limbo how they're going to be seated in districts. Right now they're the five seed there, Devin Platte Valley and Stanberry, all pretty close in points. They do have the head-to-head tiebreaker over Stanberry, but if King City falls below Platte Valley, they could be the sixth seed and have to play Worth County in week one. So we'll kind of see how that kind of fares there for King City if they get to play Stanberry. Um, no, they play Albany week one. So maybe they, we'll kind of see what happens with that. They can play Stanberry or Albany. Uh, Platte Valley is in the mix there. Platte Valley missed a golden opportunity today with losing to Stewartsville. Um, not sure what happened down there at Stewartsville. 20-14 to 14 win uh, for the Cardinals. So there's that. Um, East Atchison, their blowout win over Stanberry. Kind of expected, but still, as uh, do the GRC being dumb, not having the 45-point rule. Big win there. Scored 80 points on Stanberry. 80-12 win for the Wolves. No big surprise there. East Atchison will most likely be the number one in the state. Number one team in the state when we wake up on Monday. I have not decided who I'm going to vote for in my media poll, who I'm going to put at number one. Um, I got three teams in mind. I really got four teams that I have in the top four in the state. Just not sure how to rank them right now. So once I figure that out, I'll let you guys know. So there it is. South Holt, not away Holt. Sorry that I'm yawning. It's really late. Uh, they beat Rockport 54-26. to I believe Drew Quinlan had eight touchdowns total on the day. Um, big win there for the Spartans. Finally beat Rockport. They haven't beat them since, I want to say, 2015. Rockport's kind of been a thorn in their side. 2016, the Spartans were really good. Went 8-1 in conference. The one loss was to Rockport. Um, had a bunch of guys injured that year. The next year, lost to them. Lost to them last year as well. So the Spartans finally get over that Rockport hump a little bit there. Uh, they will finish with a winning record. They're four and four right now. They got Northwest Nottoway next week. They will finish, I believe, five and four after an zero and three start. That's pretty good there for the Spartans uh, with their four losses on the year right now to Mount City, a healthy Worth County team, Southwest Livingston, and East Atchison. So it's a really tough schedule there for the Spartans. Um, but Looks like they're going to finish five and four and go to the playoffs and most likely host DeKalb in the first round to get the six and f- Six and four, and secure a winning record before playing most likely East Atchison in the second round, and will probably lose there. So six and five, looking like that type of season for the Spartans right now. But we'll see what happens if they have anything for East Atchison. Those teams met back in week three, I believe. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Livingston, nothing really to say about Livingston and Mount They both did what they had to do to win. Um, yeah, that's what I got for you guys. Um, kind of hard to talk about standings right now because Misha hasn't updated all their formulas because, first of all, not all the games have went final yet. They haven't had all the games reported in. Um, still waiting on see what games they have. They have all the games but one. KC East Christian, Rich Hill now. All the other games are put in, and they'll have to tweak the formula a little bit um, going 
into next week, but I can look at it real quick to kind of see where it's at right now um, with this unofficially, so this will definitely change um, after the Rich Hill score is in, of course, and of course um, when they get everything, if the formula kind of adjusted a little bit. Um, but right now, district number one, the ratings right now is Appleton City, Drexel, Liberal, Osceola, Rich Hill, Northwest Hughesville, and Chillahowie. Big thing that can change there is Rich Hill and Osceola. Um, if Rich Hill won tonight, they might actually jump Osceola in points. And if that happens, I believe those two teams played earlier this year because they're in the same conference. And Osceola, I believe, won. Yeah, back in week three, Osceola won. Osceola would definitely jump them to get to the four spot again, but they would not then be able to jump Liberal to the three spot. So then you have Osceola, Rich Hill in the first round. Liberal will be able to keep that three spot because you can't do the double switch. You can't be like, well, we beat Rich Hill and we beat Liberal, so we should definitely switch double up. You can only flip-flop for one spot there. So right now, I believe, with Rich Hill winning... Um, before this game, Osceola was at 29.81. Rich Hill was at 27.96. So those points will be close if Rich Hill did win the night. So we'll kind of see down there in district number one. District number two, it goes Southwest Livingston, North Shelby, Oric, Norbert Harden Central, Stewartsville, Bramer. Uh, pretty much the same as last week. I don't expect that to change. Uh, with the games coming forward, only thing that could change is North Shelby and Oric could flip two and three with the head-to-heads they're going to play this week. Um, but other than that, the other four spots in that district are pretty much set in stone. Um, but I'm thinking most likely you're going to have Bramer at Oric, Stewart's Phillip, Norbert Harden Central um, in the first round. Class, district number three. Uh, Pattonsburg has pretty much clinched the one seed. In that district, Worth County will be the two seed, Albany the three. Um, King City is the four, Stanbury the five, um, South, sorry, Platte Valley the six, and Northwest Army the seven. So we did see tonight um, that King City finally flopped over Stanbury in the points category. So King City should be safe and will be that four seed. Now it'll be interesting if they will host either Stanbury or Platte Valley. Uh, most likely those three teams are all going to lose this next week. Um, I'm guessing because Albany plays Pattonsburg at home, King City plays Southwest Livingston, and Stanbury plays Worth County, I'm guessing, and Platte Valley plays East Atchison, and North Sonoma plays Southwest Hill. So I'm guessing all but Pattonsburg and Worth County will lose this week in this district. So I'm guessing this district standings will stay pretty much the way they are. Not a whole lot of movement in this one. So first-round matchups you can expect to see. Northwest Nottoway at Worth County, Platte Valley at Albany, and then Stanbury at King City. A couple of rematches there with Albany, Platte Valley, and then King City-Stanbury with the home teams winning the first game in those matchups. So that could be interesting. Um, games that And those two games that I could possibly be calling in the first round, either Platte Valley, Albany, Stanbury, King City. We'll kind of see where they want to send me. But those are two options for me in the first round of the playoffs. Just kind of me looking forward for KNIM. And then district number four. Um, actually, something's not right. Uh, they put the score in wrong for Stanbury. Like, this is what happens. They put the North Andrew, Worth County score in wrong. So technically, North Andrew is 5-3. and three. 
Uh, they are actually six and two. They'll still be the two seed in that district. I'm guessing after the points get fixed. Um, but it's right now it's East Atchison, North Andrew, Mound City, South Holt, Norway Holt, Rockport, DeCab, and LeBlond. DeCab and Rockport will flip uh, due to the head-to-head there. DeCab will be the five seed. I mean, this is pretty much set in stone with the teams that are they're playing in week number nine. Uh, LeBlond at North Andrew. Rockport at Mound City will be back-to-back weeks. Those team plays. They'll play in week nine. They'll play again in the first round of the playoffs. And then DeCab at South Holt, Nottoway Holt. So you'd have three rematches in this district in round number one with the home team winning um, all three of those games as well. So uh, games that I could possibly call on this one. I'm guessing they won't have me call Mound City to Rockport, even though it's a possibility. I probably wouldn't uh, prefer that one. DeCab, South Holt, Nottoway Holt would be an option um, as well. Uh, but what I'm really looking forward to is the second round, Mount City at North Andrew. That's what I'm really looking forward to. That's probably a game that I don't have set in stone, but will preferably call. And then preferably call the winner of that game at East Atchison in the district championship game. That's that's like my dream scenario for it. Um, I could also see myself possibly calling Pattonsburg hosting Worth County in that district championship game, but we'll kind of have to see. And then Semifinals kind of depends on who makes it, but most likely uh, the winner of District 4 um, will either be playing. If it's East Atchison, they might have to go to Appleton City, which that would suck. Have to drive down there. Um, but if it's either North Andrew or Mount City, they would actually host, and that would be a lot closer drive for me. I would hate to have to drive all the way down south like I did last year. Um, I'm trying to look this up on the fly here. Probably a mistake um, to look up who's going to host the semifinals if both teams are the one seed or vice or two seed or whatever. Um, postseason district rotations, of course. This is 2019, so of course one versus. Yeah, it's not telling me. I'm not seeing it right now. Uh, maybe someone else could. If you know this information, that text it to me or DM me or whatever. Um, that way I kind of know where I could be going because I really don't want to go to Appleton City. Um, I know last year... And... If both teams have hosted the same number of games event. Top side of the bracket in odd years and the bottom side of the bracket. So it would be the top side in odd years for this year. So let me look here real quick. State championship bracket, top side. Um. Just trying to figure this out. I'm sorry, this is not good podcasting right now. Um, I'm guessing it's so hard to tell right now where those districts are. I'm guessing the top side in odd years, so it would be 
Um, Appleton City hosting in that situation. I'm trying to figure out why. So last year, Oric was in the bottom side of the bracket against Mountain City, which is why they hosted. Um, so that really sucks. But this is the even year. This is odd year, so the top side of the bracket. So we'll kind of see if they're going to have District 1 on the top side or not. I'm guessing so. So I'm guessing if it's Appleton East Atchison, it will be at Appleton City, which if I do the quick here, how far it is from Maryville to Appleton City, because that's the drive I would have to make um, for that one. Directions from Maryville to see how much I hate myself that day. Almost three hours, all the way down near Clinton. That's a long ways, um, so that would not be fun. So East Atchison, I love you guys, but if I could avoid driving to Appleton City, that would be awesome. So, not that I'm rooting against you guys at all, um, but if I could go to either North Andrew or Mount City instead of driving to Appleton City and shave two hours off my drive time, or two and a half, um, that would be ideal. So, but that's kind of the way it goes. Um, but yeah, that's most likely where I am going for the playoffs. So kind of my rundown. And then if one of the teams in this area, so most likely either North Andrew, East Atchison, or Mount City, um, if one of those three teams, first of all, is to win the district and then beat Appleton City most likely, um, then I would be good to go to go to Columbia for the state championship game. Uh, whether that would be against Pattonsburg, Livingston, North Shelby, whatever it may be um, in the, on the map, that would definitely be ideal. So I can call a state championship game. I'll be there anyways, um, but that's kind of the way it is right now. Um, yeah, but one thing I, I, I always find kind of interesting here, um, kind of going forward. I've said this before, but all the state champions are in Northwest Missouri. Um, of course, you have Mound City has a bunch of them. Southhold has a couple. North Andrew has quite a few. DeKalb has one. They're the farthest team south, and they're just south of St. Joe. So if you're a team like Oric or Appleton City or Rich Hill, one of those teams down south who wants to change that, uh, that would change the geographic state um, part of the state where titles have been won from um and then of course the farthest team east actually is uh worth county they're the farthest team east to win a state championship um north shelby could definitely change that as well also they are farther south than st joe as well so or not never, never mind they're, they're a little north of that uh they would be the first team them and Upland city would be the best chance for the first teams not in the northwest missouri part of the state to win a state title. Also, Livingston uh, would be the farthest east and probably tied for the farthest south with DeKalb to win a state title. So, um, definitely very interesting there to kind of see if one of the other teams that are not in Northwest Missouri could break through. This might just be the year because uh, the state is so wide open this year. You saw that 
Um, even Pattonsburg would be the farthest team east to win a state title. So, very curious to see how this all plays out. Um, so, yeah, that's what I got for you guys. Hope you guys had a good Friday. My game took forever. Then I had a 45-minute drive home, so I didn't get home till after 11 tonight. Um, so that was exhausting. Uh, fun game to call, though, for North Andrew Worth County. It just took forever because of all the scoring. So that's what we have. Um, yeah, still no score for Rich Hill. I was trying to draw this out for as long as possible to get that score, but it's not going to happen. Um, early predictions for next week for good games. Um... Pattonsburg Albany will be a lot of scoring, but I think Pattonsburg wins that. Oric North Shelby is a huge one. Um, Alpton City trying to secure a 9-0 season versus Norman Harden Central. I will be at East Atchison at Platte Valley to watch East Atchison go for their undefeated regular season. So that will be a lot of fun to see how all that kind of shapes up next week. It's kind of a rivalry week next week when you have Mount City, Rockport, uh, Northwest Nauvoo, South Holt, Nauvoo, don't really like each other a whole lot. Stewartsville, DeKalb. Um, so there's some interesting games going on. Oric North Shelby, um, LeBlanc and Liberal in the second time this year will play each other. Uh, they played each other a couple weeks ago. Liberal won that one in a shootout, uh, 68-55. So something else to look forward to to see how that rematch goes. But that's what I have for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Share this. Um, and next week I'm going to do a little bit more of a breakdown of the conferences and how they've kind of fared this year. Don't really have time for that right now, but I'll have more time uh, to prep for that during the week. Um, hope you guys had a good one. Oh, um, Coach Bass for um, North Shelby just posted their uh, stats. He said, after midnight stats, um, Mets had 24 carries for 251 yards and four touchdowns. Also, 13 of 19 passing for 126 yards and two touchdowns. Geisendorfer had 20 carries for 124 yards and five scores, also one reception for a touchdown. Greenwell, 17 carries for 95 yards and two touchdowns. So that's a couple of stats there. North Shelby's way. Um, I don't think Pattonsburg had time to count all their stats. They're probably still driving home from North Shelby. They're one of the few teams that's somewhat close to them, but they're still not really that close. Um... So North Shelby does have their stats in already, as does North Andrew. So shout out to Coach Williams over there. He does a great job of getting stats in there um, for the Cardinals. And they had a lot tonight. Jaden Baker was really good tonight. Four, four passing and four rushing touchdowns. He was fun to watch. He was throwing some nice passes um, and doing a nice job uh, running the football and punching into the end zone. He now has 630 yards passing on the year with 15. Nope, it's not updated. Let's see what their stats were for Worth County. Because I have my stats, but they're kind of unofficial because I'm calling the game. He had Jaden Baker at 7 for 11 for 180 yards and four touchdowns. Baker also had 117 yards rushing and four touchdowns. Um, Brinks had 159 yards and a couple scores. Ecker, 38 yards and no scores. Thomas had 83 yards and two scores. So pretty similar numbers to what I had him for. Um... So, yeah, very interesting there, and good work by North Andrew tonight to pick up that win. They should move up in the rankings next week. I know I'm moving them up at least one spot over Worth County now. So, that's all I got for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this. I will talk to you guys next week here on Straight Up Sports. Devin Albertson out.